Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Liberty Council has filed an opposition to the Department of Defense's desperate attempt to dismiss our military litigation case. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, the Department of Defense and the various military branches filed a motion to dismiss our lawsuit involving all the different members of the branches of the military. The title of the lawsuit is Navy SEAL 1 versus Austin. We represent more than Navy SEALs and more than the Navy. We represent members from all the different branches of the military, and we're seeking class-wide certification to extend injunctions and protections to all the members of the military in all six branches of the military that have religious objections to these COVID shots, as well as objecting to the COVID shots, because we also have in our lawsuit an allegation that these shots violate the Emergency Use Authorization Law, the EUA, which says that these shots, for everyone, military and non-military, must be voluntary, that it is your independent choice to accept or refuse. And, by the way, there are no authorized, FDA-approved COVID shots available anywhere in the United States or anywhere in the world. There are only two that we have for Americans would be Pfizer and Moderna that were FDA-approved, but they're not available. And the Moderna just got thrown out, didn't it? Moderna, uh, well, Moderna didn't get completely thrown out, but it got um, restricted because mm-hmm. of some of the side effects and the injuries that it's causing. Uh, so it's going to have a very difficult time, I think, following right. Right. Uh, this restriction. Those were known a long time ago. Mm-hmm. We knew those in the shortened clinical trials, and the FDA just fast-tracked this with an EUA and, frankly, caused a lot of injuries in the process. But in this particular case, the DOD sent uh, the judge a motion to dismiss our case. Two of the things they already have argued multiple times, or a few of the things they've already argued multiple times, and the court has rejected them. And what they have argued is that the federal courts don't have any jurisdiction to involve itself or themselves in the decisions of the Department of Defense, that it's essentially autonomous and you can't interfere with their decisions. And what is the court's response to that? Uh, It's nonsense. The court says (laughs) that the military is operating as though it's above the law. Uh, As the judge Stephen Meriday said, well, he doesn't want to run prisons and he doesn't want to run schools, but he deals with a lot of prison cases and a lot of schools because there are federal laws that address schools and prisons. And that's the jurisdiction of the court. And he's not wanting to command the military, but there's this thing called the First Amendment uh, to the United States Constitution and the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act, and they both govern the United States military. And they are the law that the military must abide by. And when they violate that law, the courts have jurisdiction and they must address it. And that's what he's doing, and that's what he's done. And, you know, we've gotten all the injunctions we've asked for to this point, but we're still asking him to certify the entire class. We're still waiting for that. We're still waiting for that. So pray for Judge Stephen Day. This is a case that we're litigating in Tampa, Florida, on behalf of all members of the military. We have a class certification motion outstanding, 
And uh, we want to extend the protection that we've gotten for some of our plaintiffs. As you said, we've not lost any injunction request for any of our plaintiffs, but we need to get that extended to everyone in the military because of the incredible pressure they are under. But that has been their argument from the beginning, that the military is essentially above the law. They haven't used that word, but that's how they operate, that's how they argue, and that the courts have no business doing anything with regards to the military, that the military can just do whatever it pleases. But yet we've there's been thousands of medical exemptions, so they're allowing you know, service members to be non-vaccinated with a medical exemption in their position, but you cannot be uh, keeping your, stay in your position with a religious exemption. They have Clear medical exemptions Clear. where people, for example, have different kinds of medical conditions and they have either temporary or permanent medical conditions. Some permanent medical conditions are, means that someone is non-deployable, but they don't kick them out of the military. Right. On the other hand, if you have a religious accommodation request, they say that you're, quote, non-deployable, which is nonsense, and they want to kick you out of the military, which is even worse. It's very clear what they're doing here, what the agenda is. So the Department of Defense just wants this pesky constitution, the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act, and particularly this court to go away so it can do its abusive actions without any scrutiny. The second thing that they argued, which is the first time they essentially argued that, is venue. They said, well, these individual lawsuits for all these uh, multiple thousands of people ought to be litigated all over the country rather than in one court. Uh, the fact of the matter is the federal rules of procedure and the law is very clear. As long as you have some that live within the venue of the jurisdiction of that court, even though others don't live within that jurisdiction, then you can bring that case in that court. And we have plaintiffs that are in the middle district of Florida, in the Tampa division, that live in that area. So it's clear that this is a proper venue to bring the case. So their arguments are just bogus, but they're an attempt to literally cut the cords of the court. They don't like the fact that they're having to answer to the Constitution, RIFRA, and especially to this court. But isn't that ironic, Matt, that they want to throw the Constitution out the door. The Department of Defense does not want to uphold the Constitution, yet each of these service members have taken an oath to uphold the Constitution. That's, I think, what is very disturbing to the members of the military, is they know that they take an oath to defend the Constitution. And they take it seriously. They do. They sacrifice everything you know, for that oath. It's one thing for us to speak, to write, to petition our, our government for redresses, to make our voice heard, to vote. Um, that's something all of us should do. But what these people do is they sacrifice everything. Even their very lives. Yeah, and they, they leave their families, they leave their children, uh, they put themselves in harm's way, unlike what you see, unfortunately, with the shooting um, tragedy in Uvalde, Texas, where the officers were essentially told by their commander to stand down and not put themselves in harm's way. That's what these people do. They put themselves in harm's way between the enemy and you and me. And, and they don't think twice about it. No, and that's uh, it's obviously uh, that's what they sign up for. And some of them have been deployed in foreign countries. Some of them have come back uh, injured. Um, one of our friends that we've met through this, Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, mm -hmm. a flight surgeon, one of only six flight surgeons in the entire military, who's a Green Beret, um, was shot and injured in Afghanistan.
he is a recipient of a Purple Heart. And, you know, I saw him post on Memorial Day that he honored the service member who helped save his life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that they take it very seriously. Yeah, they take it very seriously. I mean, uh, the rest of the people in his vehicle, they were all killed. Right. And he was shot trying to help uh, the driver. And that one saved his life, and I believe he has that, that man's dog now, doesn't he? He has the dog of a person who was um, associated with a military dog, and that was a bomb-sniffing dog. The dog sniffed a bomb, detected a bomb, but the handler was already too close to that bomb, and the bomb exploded, and he never came back. Oh, so that was a different service member. It was, yeah. Um, he came back in a draped coffin. Um, Lieutenant Colonel Chambers says that the dog recognized that coffin. It came back on the aircraft with it and uh, recognized as it was being taken off the the aircraft and recognized that that's his handler. They're very, very close. Wow. One thing I, I didn't realize in, until this uh, is that the dogs are always one rank higher. So in Lieutenant Colonel Chambers, he's an 05. The dog is ranked as an 06, so he is colonel. Uh, the dog is always one rank higher than the officer really? I didn't know that. Uh, because of the respect that they give to these dogs uh, and uh, the life-saving efforts that these dogs go through for their individual handlers. It's amazing. It's an amazing story to learn about these members of the military, and we are so honored to be able to represent them. Uh, but it is also very sad to see how they are being mistreated and abused Please pray for our case. It's Navy SEAL 1 versus Austin. Navy SEAL 1 versus Austin. You can go to our website, lc.org forward slash military. That's lc.org forward slash military for more information. Pray for Judge Stephen Maraday that he grants the class certification, that he extends these injunctions to give relief to all members of all six branches of the military because these are precious, courageous men and women and really, we owe our freedom to these individuals who sacrifice everything. For more information, lc.org or lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776.